1: Numbers
3: told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
2: Hour number two of a numbers game at v the Sports Betting Network. v the v app, FUBOS, Link Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Vinny Maolio will join us a little later. Vinny Maliulo, the Hall of Famer. Vinny Maliulo, a little later on the show. More NFL schedule talk. Jason Weingartner, uh, Weingartner. What did I What's wrong with me? Jason Weingarten in moments. I'm sure he gets that every day from people. Jason Weingarten coming up. And uh, I do have a tennis pick today. Ladies quarterfinals in Madrid at the, uh, it, excuse me, not Madrid, in Madrid, uh, in Rome for the Italian Open. I am on Jill Teichman later today, later this morning. Jill Teichman is the pick. Teichman. One, uh, one L in her first name, two Ns in her last name. Jill Teichman against uh, Daria Kasatkina is her opponent. Uh, Teichman, I got it 112 last night. I think you can get her at a better number. I saw minus 103 before the show started. Jill Teichman, emphasis on the kh for me, is your tennis play of the day. We'll try to bounce back from yesterday's uh, loser on uh, on daniel freaking collins after a monster day on tuesday stocks of baseball let's bring him in from under a cloud of smoke in southern california it's jason weingarten the host of the wide world of weingarten podcast how you doing jason
3: pretty good how's it going doing very well you
2: know i say you talk baseball i never asked you like do you have what kind of football bets do you have if you have any or any other sport going right now
3: football as an nfl yeah
2: anything yet nothing Regular nah,
3: too early. too early. I mean, I bet you. like some Aaron Rodgers 12 to 1 for MVP, but okay. you, know, well, there just, you go, Just there. picking off a number here and there. There's
2: my answer. Aaron Rodgers 12 to 1 MVP. Um, what about this Dylan Cease performance last night? Let's start here in Major League Baseball. So, Dylan Cease, for those who missed it, we were on Primetime last night, and it was just, you know, we love box score shenanigans in baseball. And Dylan Cease of the Chicago White Sox yesterday pitched 4 innings. 12 outs recorded, 11 strikeouts. So 11 of the 12 possible outs were recorded as strikeouts. By the way, he was only the second person in Major League Baseball history to have 10 or more strikeouts through four. I thought that number was low. I couldn't believe he was only the second. But he ends up with 12 outs recorded, 11 of which were strikeouts. Gave up. But here's here's the rub, though. In a while, striking out 11 guys in 12 possible outs, he gave up two homers and six earned runs for one of the most chaotic box score lines you'll ever see for any pitcher ever. And so, my question to you, from a uh, from a baseball award standpoint, Jason is because Dylan Cease is a is a Cy Young award, a fringe Cy Young award candidate, and maybe fringe is even an understatement. Does that end up being a net benefit? performance for him or a net negative?
3: I think with the strength of the field he's competing against and the quality of the names, you know, a Verlander, a Kevin Gosman, an Otani, even, uh, you're going to be very hard pressed to get Dylan cease across the Cy Young finish line this year. He's, he's a very quality pitcher, but I think, uh, name recognition wise, he, not necessarily all the way up there and uh you know six earned runs is a bit of a negative granted it came off what two home runs i think right or three yeah. home runs two yeah two so i mean the the thing at the end of the day i believe most voters when it comes to cy young kind of look at the baseball card stats and compare that to the other guys so um you know ceas will be up there but he's 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 dead money in my book. Dead money. That's what I was getting at. Dead money. I think you're right. Um, and as far and,
2: and, and in the shadow of a of you know a Shohei ridiculously great performance just a couple outings ago, yeah, I think that's uh, dead money. What do you have uh, picks today? What did you play in baseball?
3: I bet the Diamondbacks. As a couple couple cents ago, I think it was like minus one eleven or something. So it's a little it's moved a little bit since then. Um, I bet the Brewers Brewers about minus one forty still available got some some different numbers on that, and uh I think that's about it actually today not a not a huge card kind of kind of annoyed at Dodgers last night. annoyed at the Dodgers yeah, I bet them live when they were down and you know they came back and couldn't close it and got bases loaded no outs in the ninth inning, so you know it's baseball.
2: Adjusted season Dodgers win total one hundred three,
3: one hundred three. Too uh, too high to go over, but doesn't necessarily mean you should bet the under. It just means there's oh no, I lied. Not a lot of value on the over. I lied one hundred two. Pardon me, I thought one hundred three. Still still not not great. I mean, like I've said a bunch of times, these these you know the ends of the spectrum on the the both the positive and the negative side with the Dodgers or the Reds. You just don't have a lot of wiggle room with some of these adjusted numbers.
2: Well, how about this? Because Valika pointed this out yesterday, and it is on William Hill. The so any team, most regular season win total, uh, most regular season wins, any team, the over under is 103.5. and a half.
3: Oh yeah, someone's gonna go over that for sure.
2: Dodgers, Mets, Yankees. Who is either Dodgers, Mets,
3: Yankees, Astros? Yeah. I mean, we're really seeing the sort of barbell concept in play where the, the good teams are on the, the high end of the spectrum and the bad teams, the tigers, the reds, you know, they're yeah. way at the bottom. There's the, this new collective bargaining agreement did nothing to stop tanking. Here, here's here's one.
2: Cause you're the perfect person to ask this. i sorry to just like sort of throw these at you, but William Hill is doing a great job with different kind of markets. Uh, home run champ born in which country? USA plus one fifty, Cuba plus three fifty, DR four to one. Any other country plus four fifty. Venezuela sixteen to one. Japan twenty five to one. Puerto Rico forty to one. I also sent you. I don't know if you saw like the actual uh, adjusted home run odds for individual players. Did you see those? Yeah, I saw that. What any any thoughts there?
3: I have Jordan Alvarez. That's my big bet. I I have like ten guys in the home run field, but a lot of them are like. You know, hundred dollar, two hundred dollar bets at three hundred to one, or yeah, a hundred to one, or Julio Rodriguez at a thousand to one. Those were mostly novelty numbers. Um, you know, just taking some long shots. But uh, for me, actually, you mentioned that uh, the the nationality mm-hmm. prop. Yep. Yeah. When it originally came out at Will Hill. They didn't have Cuba listed as an individual country. Cuba was part of the other field, and other was 20-to-1. So I have a bunch of money oh, on that. Oh, wow, look at you. And then I told them, I told them, you know, you you screwed up and Cuba. <laughs> you know, Jordan Alvarez should be 20-to-1 by himself, not all Cubans. You know, I get Jorge Soler, yeah. and Jose Abreu, and a bunch of other guys, and I get all Curacao. I got all of – I get Jazz Chisel, Bahamas. I get every – all the field at 20 to 1. So I have a bunch on that, actually. Uh, I have Jordan Alvarez, too. I have him at 40, 30, 20. Um, So I'm a big Jordan Alvarez fan. He actually tied the lead last night for a minute, and then Aaron Judge took it back. But I'm expecting a fun race in the home run market. Yeah, right now, currently, uh,
2: home run, uh, Aaron Judge with 11, Jordan with 10. Aaron Judges the short shot, uh, short shot seven to one. Jordan right behind him at eight to one. Trout and Buxton and Rizzo quietly along with John uh, Carlos Stanton and C.J. Cron nine for all of those guys. How about Mike Trout Just nine home runs without every without anybody blinking. By the way, let me just say this also Jason. one of the th- I appreciate so many things about you, but one of the things I appreciate is your knowledge of players in Latin American countries, which I find pretty basic, but there's a lot a lot of Americans wouldn't know which country any of these guys come from. so I appreciate that about you as well. Was there any long shot that you know that, that no one would even think of that you would think of making a play on at this point?
3: I mean, I'd still bet Corey Seager at a big number. He's, mm-hmm. he's not too far back. Uh, he's on
2: seven. Corey Seager's seven seven,
3: yeah. What's his number, 100 to one still? Mm, good question.
2: Doo, 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 doo. Was that not in the bunch that I sent you? No?
3: I didn't see it. Let's see. So maybe Corey Seager. One, one book definitely has 100 right now. Yeah, yeah I know sure. I know. Superbook has yeah. 100 last I saw.
2: Oh, wow, okay. So Corey Seager, triple digits either way you look at it. Yeah, he's capable of doing it for sure at any moment. Um, okay. It's
3: so stacked at the top of that field. It is. And names like Stanton, judge trout.
2: That's the thing. There's too many big names up there where you're like, yeah, it's just, if they were players where you're like, oh, if they were all CJ cronish, you'd be like, oh, I'll definitely make that bet. But everybody's like monster up there.
3: I'm not, yeah, you gotta find, I, I, if you're really, really confident in one player, I would, you know, of Vlad jr. Or something, but. I don't see it. I see, you know, the the market tends to be decently sharp in these things. And, you know, you're not going to beat Trout and all these guys, most likely.
2: Are we far enough into the season? We're just talking about Byron Buxton now. Are we far enough into the season? Total self serving question because I have an MVP 25 to 1 on him. Where, okay, we had that scare at second base where his leg got caught underneath him. We're like, oh, no, Byron Buxton, same old. But he's playing so far, so good. Are we getting to the point yet where we're starting to trust that he could actually be a viable MVP candidate? Nine homers, as I said, just a couple behind Aaron Judge, because uh, he's still a pretty juicy bet in that market. You trusting it?
3: You know, you said so far, so good. It reminds me of a Megadeth album title. So far, so good, so what? <laughs> so far, so
2: good, so what? You, don't like
3: you it. know, uh, not not taking anything away from the the talent that Byron Buxton has and the stats, you know, I saw someone say he had 41 home runs in his last 110 games, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you won't get an argument from me. Byron Buxton's amazing, but I don't know. I, I kind of put him in that same category as as Wander Franco when it comes to MVP. Where where I I'm totally recognizing how great of a player he is, but I don't I don't think we're gonna line up Trout and Buxton, and and go with Buxton. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like, right now, Shohei, the short shot, plus 220. Trout, 4-1. to one. Vlad Jr., plus 450. I'll oh, we'll shop around for these. Aaron Judge, 6-1. to one. And Byron Buxton, the only other person in single digits, 7-1. It one.
3: should be Angels versus Field. Any Angels player versus Field
1: for MVP.
2: Get your guy to put that up. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it.
3: More
1: NFL Schedule Talk.
3: Love you,
1: John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my goal!
1: <laughs> CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the Sports Betting Network. Back on a
2: numbers game. It is Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, NFL uh, schedule quirks. Um, quirks, some of which is bettable, some of which is just interesting. Most primetime appearances by division, single season Super Bowl era. The AFC West gets 19 primetime appearances this year. The only division that ever had more, the 2015 NFC East, which had 20. Just off uh top of the dome, Jeff, 2015 NFC East. Doesn't strike me as a real, uh, real juggernaut division, does it? They had 20, Not quite. They had 20 primetime appearances? Wow, AFC West with 19. Uh, Denver, as we mentioned, easiest first eight games in the NFL by opposing win percentage from last year. Not usually the lens through which we like to look, but... We were highlighting those first eight games earlier, and yes, indeed, based on opposing win percentage from last year, it is the easiest first eight games. Cleveland with by far the easiest first four games. Coincidence, I think not. Kansas City first eight games versus uh, winning teams from twenty twenty one. You said that was the first eight games ever against uh, against all playoff teams or winning teams. What was over five hundred? Over five hundred teams. teams. First time ever. Chargers sticking to the AFC West. West eight straight games, weeks ten through seventeen. Versus winning teams from 2021. And the Raiders, five straight games versus 2021 playoff teams to finish the season. That's why, like, when you, get to that, when you get to that prop again, will all four teams from the AFC West make the playoffs and they're only giving you 20 to one? You're like, there's, you need to double that. It's just so impossible because they play each other and the rest of the games are so difficult. Patriots get four primetime games in a row. How about that? I think five total. They get four primetime games in a row at one point in the season. And by the way, if you're a Jaguars fan, that's 11 straight seasons now without a Monday night football game. Sorry about that, Jags fans. Rich uh, Cimini points out, this is interesting too, Jet. This is about your Jets. The Jets open with four games against the AFC North. He says, how unusual is that? Well, since the 1970 merger, it's the first time they've played four straight games against the same division, not counting the AFC East per the Jets, and it happens in the first four games. Can you throw up Baltimore's schedule real quick? They have the same thing. They have the same exact thing, so I was noticing this when it came up on primetime. The Baltimore Ravens' first four games are against the AFC East. Again, not, not a bet there, but just weird. At Jets, home Dolphins, at Patriots, home Bills. It's very odd. Every year there's something odd. Remember last year the odd thing was uh, Washington was Philly, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, or Dallas, Philly, Dallas, Philly in a four game stretch. That's like never happened ever. Uh, a lot of people chiming in with with schedule quirks too. Trip Tepper did a wonderful job of it. it says Packers uh, Packers have three straight road games at one point in their uh, in their schedule: Week seven, Week eight, Week nine at Washington, at the Bills, at the Lions. Says Dolphins might have the most brutal three-road game sequence, week 13, week 14, week 15, at the Niners, at the Chargers. He's assuming Miami will stay on the West Coast for that, and then at the Bills. So there you go. Paul Carr was talking about that earlier. Jacob Miller chimes in about the Bengals. He said, you want to see a tough stretch of games? How about the Bengals? The thing about this, though, Jacob, is we don't know what a lot of these teams are going to be. So at Titans thing is, the Titans are one of these X-Factor teams. You have no idea what they're going to be. But then they do have home KC, home Browns at Tampa, at Patriots. Again, we don't know what the Patriots are going to be either. Home Buffalo, home Baltimore. Um, Trip Tepper also. Buccaneers have one cold-weather game. Week 12 at Cleveland. One cold-weather game for the... uh for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Helpful, he says, when you have a 45-year-old quarterback. It's very true. So there's a break for uh, Tom Brady, because that's what he needs, a break like that, just like the the Texans get crushed with their schedule. Hey, it might snow in Pittsburgh on October 16th. Yeah, you man, never know. You never know. You never know. And then uh, chiming in on this as well, chiming in on so this, is, uh, well, Mickey Baca has a tweet about it. So he goes, He's talking about the Chiefs schedule. Don't forget the 96 Packers from that list earlier. He says the Georgie Bueno impersonation was spot on. Can we get a Jeff Parles impersonation on primetime and a Matt Brown impersonation on a numbers game? Uh, Tom from Pittsburgh. Pretty incredible. The Steelers play all of their games in the Eastern time zone. Love the show. Thank you, Tom. How about that? Steelers play every game in the Eastern time zone? Good on everybody for chiming in on this stuff. Rich Shimini, one more here from him. The Patriots and Eagles... We'll play a league-high five games on short weeks, less than seven days between games. The Jaguars, Jets, and Falcons play the fewest two each, that courtesy of uh, ESPN stats and information. So Patriots and Eagles, league-high five games on short weeks. Earlier we went through the whole net differential of rest and that sort of thing. And then maybe for this is, you know, we got two of these that chimed in this morning, and this reminded me of Joe Peta tweeting at me yesterday. Well, he was tweeting, but he also added me. But NFL Handicapper reminds me, he goes, my first thought when the NFL schedule came out was survivor implications, Thanksgiving, et cetera. Do you think I need to talk with my therapist about this? No, man, I was having, I was having some of the same thoughts. Because Joe Peta, he, he, he tweeted yesterday, and he's right. Can we put up the week one schedule and all the, uh, the lines for week one? Jeff, there are 10, count them, I believe we counted 10, 10 home dogs Week one of the NFL season. So immediately your brain goes to Survivor, and you're like, oh, my God, we have 10 home dogs? Week one Survivor, your first challenge with that. And there, by the way, is the schedule. Buffalo at the Rams Thursday. Rams favored by one. But here, here's the parade of, uh, of road favorites. New Orleans, minus 3.5, in Atlanta in the early window. There's the only spread that DraftKings was willing to put out uh, for the Browns was the week one because they wanted to get all the week one lines out, Cleveland minus three and a half at Carolina. Here was the one that I actually, like, listen, I'm not a guy, I'll I'll repeat this again, I'm not a guy who bets these NFL lines months in advance. I'm not one of these guys who looks, hey, if I do it now, I might get this massive middle if this happens. That ain't me. And again, this is not a new development. I'll say it again. I sat with Andrew Garud, who was the lead developer of the Midas algorithm at Canner Technology 11 years ago. Canner did it then. They put out the first full-season lines in July of 2011 for the subsequent season, and then in May of 2012, earlier even still, a decade ago, they were doing this. And even then, in all these years, I've never once made a bet on an individual NFL game this early on. However, Jeff, can I just point out that one game, San Francisco minus 6.5 at Chicago. If that's Trey Lance, are you laying six and a half? Like, that's the one game where if you told me you were going to bet the Chicago Bears right now, taking the six and a half, I don't think I would laugh at you. I don't think I would snicker. I don't think I would say anything. I'd be like, I understand. Trey Lance laying six and a half? Again, we don't know if it's Trey Lance. It could be Jimmy G. But I thought the six and a half does leave an opportunity open. Let's put it that way. Cincinnati's a six-point favorite at home against Pittsburgh, little NFC North game to start the season. By the way, Cincinnati's another team. Look at their schedule before they're by. Their first nine games. I think if Cincinnati goes any less than six and three, they will be disappointed. More road favorites and home dogs. Philadelphia minus four at Detroit. Does that feel short to you, Jeff?
1: No, I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions actually win that game.
2: How about Indianapolis minus seven and a half at Houston? (laughs) I can't. The the one interesting thing. You're bearish on Indianapolis, Yeah,
1: correct. But, again, I wonder, again, we have months. We have four months until these games are being played. I wonder if the last thing we saw from Indy, even though the quarterback is different, is going to impact how some square bettors bet that game. I wonder.
2: Yeah. I'm just thinking, what's your survivor pick so
1: far?
2: (laughs) Getting getting back to Joe Pete and the NFL. It's a mess right now. It's like, get your survivor thoughts in. New England's at Miami, also in the early window. Dolphins favored by three. The Tyreek Hill. Miami Dolphins now. Miami by three. Let's go to the second board here. There's a couple other early games Sunday. Baltimore minus four and a half at your Jets. Jets fever. Couldn't have drawn gotcha. a worse opponent for the Jets. How pumped, for are you? How pumped are you after the draft, Jeff? Oh, I mean, I Come was on. pumped until I saw the schedule, and the Jets will be lucky to get out of the first <laughs> nine weeks, two and seven. Here we go. Here we go. You're still accepting that the Mets are good? We've got to get past that. Oh, they are good. And then the final uh, game on the early window, uh, week one Sunday, Jacksonville's at Washington. Look at that uh, taco holder logo for uh, Washington. Isn't that wonderful? The metal taco holder. Washington favored by four. Is that your survivor pick? Are the commanders, there I said it, are they a survivor pick? No. No. No, of course well, not. Unless if you're doing two and you want to split, but I don't like doing that <laughs> in week one. Late games on Sunday. These get good now. Kansas City's at Arizona. Kansas City, three-point road favorites. Uh, Vegas at the Chargers AFC West game. Oh, that's a good one to start things out. Minus four on the Chargers. Chargers have two uh, division rivals, I think, to start uh, their schedule. Green Bay's at Minnesota. How about that early NFC North game to determine, uh, you know, who gets the upper hand early between the two teams that are expected to vie for the NFC North title. Green Bay favored by a point and a half on the road. Minnesota's a teaser leg. Call it right now. Minnesota's a teaser leg. Giants at Tennessee, maybe not as good as the others. Giants catching too many points there. Sunday night, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Tampa Bay favored by two and a half. And then, oh, the sense of humor of the schedule makers. Monday night, week one, Denver and Russell Wilson headed back to Seattle. Denver favored by four with the lowest total on the board. Week one, 41 points. Oh, that ought to be fun. Vinnie Maolio next. Numbers game, v the Sports Betting Network.
1: The numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the
3: Sports Betting
2: Network. The v Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Visa.com. Subscribers, they'll have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's Daily MLB Best Bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, with best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets on pre- and premium articles, I should say, covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full v experience, and I know you do, features daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only 59 United States. dollars To be a subscriber through July 31st, sign up now at com slash spring. We're just saying off-air, you know, six game sixes last night, two in the NBA, mm-hmm. one of which is uh, forced to seventh game, Phoenix and Dallas, four in hockey, Boston staved off elimination last night, Tampa Bay in dramatic fashion staves off elimination, courtesy of the old five-on-three that got them the equalizer. And then and then in a glorious overtime period, where Vasilevsky was just unbelievable. I was watching with uh, – my girlfriend, who's from Toronto, and the people should know this about the, the the pressure on the Toronto Maple Leafs in Game 7 tomorrow night, having not won a Stanley— having not won a playoff series since 2004, having not won a cup more famously since 1967. Just to give you a sense of, of how much this means to Toronto, not only was she, like, living and dying on every trip down the ice both ways, but you ask her her children, who live in Toronto— uh, her son, who's you know nineteen year old, not a sports fan. Hey, uh, Andrew, you aware of the Leafs? And what's? Oh yeah, everybody, everybody's aware. <laughs> everybody in town is aware. Doesn't matter if you're a sports fan or not. We bring in, ladies and gentlemen, slow jamming with Vinnie Maliulo joining us right now as well. Sorry, no, step over to your intro. But spot on, like, We had a, uh, you know, it, we have another great night in hockey tonight. So the, the parade continues. I'm getting to the point here, which is with, with six game sixes, the NFL schedule being released still, <laughs> still took the headlines. Anyway, three game sixes tonight, by the way. Mm-hmm. Rangers-Penguins. Rangers staved off elimination the other night. Great comeback. Panthers-Capitals. Oh, God, what could go wrong? <laughs> you know what's going to happen? The Caps, I even should say this, but I could see the Caps winning and then just getting the ultimate gut wrench in game seven. Caps should have already won this series. And then the flames and the stars. Flames look to close that out, mm-hmm. but the other ones last night. Um, obviously, the uh, the Blues. Way to go, Andy McNeil. Those of us who wrote him. Blues win that series against the Wild. And then the Oilers and Kings are going to a Game Seven. But the NFL schedule is just ridiculous, man.
4: This uh, NFL, they are a marketing juggernaut. I mean, think about uh, and not just because it was here, which was was wonderful. Uh, the draft, right? Just a, a just great buildup and a, a Four day, uh, five day, really. When you think about all the build, including the build up production, last night, all day yesterday, uh, you know, with things "quote unquote" leaking out. You know, I mean, I think half the schedule was out before (laughs) before primetime last night. So so we had
2: uh, we had Johnny Avello from DraftKings mm -hmm. on primetime action last night. You guys should really meet each other guy. and, you know, I did ask him, I said this earlier, I did ask him, I was like, Johnny, do, do people really, like, I mean, do they race? So I use the word race. He goes, well, they don't race to bet it, he said. He goes, but I do have action on all of them, right, uh, all the week one games.
4: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so,
2: so how do sure. you guys do it at the South Boy?
4: So, um, uh, yes, so before yesterday, uh, a few days, just this week, i am just kind of go through the whole process because I know some folks have uh, put out, had put out, and I think, DraftKings was was one of uh, the locations that put out regular season wins earlier. Earlier, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we waited, you know, for free agency, uh, or and there's still obviously some free agency. We waited for the draft, some, you know, in in any associated trades. And then wanted to wait for the schedule just to see kind of the – you knew the opponents, but the sequence of those games and things like that. So I gave Chris Andrews, our our director, uh, my numbers, right? So kind of similar – we've talked about this before, right? You you know, what's the process here uh, at South Point? I'll make prices – Chris will make prices. We'll make them individually. And at the end of the day, Chris will look at them and evaluate and say, okay, this is what we're going to go with. So he's got – My numbers. I think this weekend you'll see uh, the uh, the regular season wins and week one go up because now yeah there are going to be some other you know there's still some free agents out there but it's time to 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 get them up and and get them going and now you've got the whole summer folks will have the summer to bet on the regular season wins Uh, week one that's why week one is such a uh, has such a high handle. Right of of because you have because you've got yeah. the entire summer to to bet it so and yet when we're here at
2: 10 a.m. on the well, first just, Sunday the first behind <laughs> us at the South Point there's always someone who doesn't just, get their bet in
4: there's, you know at, at, yeah. yeah right before kickoff on on that first Sunday you know there's uh, you know the, the lines are you know all 12 windows and the kiosks are uh, lined up yeah
2: well, but let me ask you about this yeah. so 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 here at the South Point you and Chrissy and 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 Jimmy yep you guys will put out college football games of the year. Like, you'll stick – are actually stick your neck out. You guys will be the first to put mm-hmm. out some college football games yeah. of the year. That's kind of your thing. Now, you don't do that week one in the NFL. You Others others yeah, put it out beforehand. Were, yeah. no, no shame in that. No, not at all. Which We're just being honest. Um, so what are – like, are, are there biases, like, in your – so you'll shade a line here and there and regular season win totals. You guys will, will do some stuff. But is there any calculus made here like, oh, well, we know we have a bunch of, you know, it's a huge Raiders population. Mm-hmm. So we will shade in this direction. Are there are there decisions made like that even beyond the Raiders? Um well,
4: I think everybody's in the Raiders, same situation with the Raiders here in town, right? right? So you, you're, you guys you're always like going to have regional bias. You have right? a
2: large Steelers base. We have too, a, right?
4: a, a big Steelers uh, contingent here. On staff as well. <laughs> Obviously, should be noted. Yeah, it should be noted yes. you've been in the back <laughs> in the back room where it's it, you know it's, it's black and gold, uh, and 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 they don't represent my high school colors. So <laughs> Chrissy's
2: like, "Do you uh, like uh, the Steelers?"
4: Though you're hired. You're, um, but um, Chicago has got a you know it's a very big uh, uh, Chicago tran- uh, transplanted population here. New York, but not as much as I would say L.A. Uh, somewhat, you know, so so Rams a little bit, but not as much as there used to be. You know, let's say when Chris, Jimmy, and I first got into the business back in, in the 70s where there was such a disparity between Northern and Southern Nevada on 49er and Raider games. There could be as much as... I, I remember there were times when it was probably one and a half to two points
2: mm-hmm.
4: in some cases. Um, but you you have to kind of put that aside. You You want to do some anticipating... But I would say more Raiders because the Raiders get backed. It's you know when and folks are going to the game. Raider fans they're gonna they're gonna back them and uh, we'll take that into account. So that first week I think they're in. uh, They play
2: the the Chargers in in week one. Yes, they do. And Chrissy's line is all of these are good for one bet, right? Like one bet, and then you can move upon. Yeah, well, that, you, yeah.
4: yeah, you you post your numbers and yeah. you know uh, let let the betting dictate how how the numbers are going
2: to move. So, same question for you that I asked Johnny: Do you like you know? Because when when you guys put out your college football lines, mm-hmm. we always make a big deal on the network. Oh, okay, so Paul Stone, you know, yeah. big serious college football betters, mm-hmm. they line up and they bet their games. Do you get that for the NFL in the same way?
4: No, not as not as much. Gil, for this reason, the the here is the thing: the NFL there's so much more information on the NFL out there. So when I compared the look at look at the college, the college situation is such that in 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 the last couple of years and this year too, this transfer portal, this whole transfer situation has got an a, a huge impact
2: on Boy. on An impact in a way that they did not anticipate. Uh, No, no
4: no question. I mean, you know, NIL, that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, you know, NIL is another way, but but that they're, they're intertwined for Mm -hmm. sure. The, uh, you know, the, uh, the transfer portal and the NIL. So that is, is a, uh, presents a greater challenge. Um, You know, uh, Paul, you mentioned Paul Stone, terrific uh, college uh, handicap, a great opinion. Um, In, in, in fairness to, to, Two better. What we'll say is okay on this day, and Chris will announce. We were going over this over the kind of the release schedule. We're going to do games of the year, conference uh, 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 title odds. Uh, Last year we did conference win totals. I think we'll do that again uh, for college. For college, and then you know, Gil, uh, and then he'll say okay on this day. This is when. So then folks will know. And Paul, Paul's an example again to use uh, him uh, and other. uh, more seasoned professional betters, they'll come in and they'll they'll be prepared. They'll make their numbers right. and then they'll be here on, on when
2: the release comes out. But the NFL is just you you want to have them up as soon as possible because you know even if it's not a race to the to the window that people will bet them all summer
4: you, long. all summer long. So it's not as uh, I would say unpredictable as yeah. say college. Are uh,
2: you putting up a Browns line in week one?
4: Yeah, there'll be, a, uh, there'll be a Browns number. You I will mean, put up a Browns yeah, number. I mean, because of the, the quarterback that, situation. Right, Johnny know.
2: said they're, they're only one, because they do the full thing, yeah. the full schedule. They're only putting up a week one just so they have all the week one lines, but they're not putting up another Browns line for the rest of the well,
4: year. Well, we're, we're not going to put up. I think some play. Yeah. Think, didn't they put up the whole season? Yeah, but
2: not Browns. Not lines. Browns, right? Yeah, Just and I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I yeah. understand why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's you know, talking yeah. about unpredictability, right? We got no idea how that's going to go down. That's for sure. More with Vinny Maliulo. Slow jamming with Vinny, uh, among other things. I'd like to ask Vinny, what the hell is wrong with his sport of horse racing? Oh. What the heck is going on with that? <laughs> Coming back, numbers game, and the sports betting network.
0: Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the
2: Zigazoo app today.
1: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm
2: CJ Toledana, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game.
1: numbers game with gil alexander on vsin the sports
3: betting network
2: BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code vcent 200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bets outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the King of Sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable Free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Gil Alexander, slow jamming with Vinny. Yes, indeed. If this uh, bookmaking thing doesn't work out for him, you know, now that he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> with the Hall of Famer Vinny Malillo. Oh, boy. There's always a slow jam career <laughs> to fall back on. I'm thinking about it, yeah. Let me ask you about I'll your... I'll
4: get uh, a... Uh the Gil
2: Alexander disc by the way. Oh, the Slow Gems disc? Yeah. Eh, you got to be cool for that. I Vinny. mean, you know. You got to be hella cool. <laughs> let me let me let me ask you about your sport of horse racing. Oh.
4: I have just been designated as the You are the commissioner of, of horse racing. Oh boy. Okay. So, yes, the horse would run if I was commissioner. Yes.
2: No, that's that's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. Like seriously, I, listen. I get it. Yeah, we don't we want to rest it for the Belma. It, it, listen, are you trying to attract any more fans or are you just waiting for everybody to die off like this is all we care about right it's like i want to see a triple crown. can rich strike now i'm not saying he would but but i just want to see the possibility now it's like what do you think like the paramutual number for the preakness which is already a drop off from the derby Mm -hmm. anyway right this is just fall off a cliff for this isn't it
4: yeah i just i think you know Listen. If if the horse was injured or came out of the uh, out of the the Derby hurt, uh, then then I could see it. But I think you have an opportunity here to not only promote your horse, your stable, your entire team, but also the sport. Right. I mean, everybody loved the fact that this this was storybook eighty to one. I mean, just a, a terrific story. Uh, you know, trainers had had the tragedy a few years back with uh, with the uh, the fire. And again, listen, people can do whatever they want, right? It's everybody's choice. But I think also with a sport, we're talking we just you know in the previous segment, we talked about the how the NFL, it just is an, an absolute marketing juggernaut. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that you know, horse racing is is on equal footing with the NFL, but by the same token, here you had so much interest and buzz after that race, and now all of a sudden, you know, a little over a week before the second leg of the Triple Crown, mm-hmm. which is an enormous undertaking, right? Th- mm-hmm. Three races in, in in five weeks. I uh, I'm disappointed as a as a fan. Uh, I, I, I'm disappointed that. Uh, uh, that that the horse is not going to run, uh, and and there's a shot at a triple crown. It's interesting too because, and I think pace and the size of the field had a lot to do with it. it credit, you know, the jock for the ride that he that he put in and, and gave that horse. But if it was if it was the the Belmont, the way that race finished, this horse wins probably like four lengths. Right. If it's the Preakness, he doesn't win it. it. Doesn't so that's win. everybody's thinking. Of, that's you know, exactly you're thinking. Right. So because of the lengths of the races, right? So, uh, you know, listen. Everybody competes in sports, but you want you want to promote the sport in, in, in every way that you can. And if it was if yeah. it was me, uh, I, would uh, I would certainly I would I would say, say let's run let's, that go horse. For it. You know, I mean,
2: so you know what I was just happy about? I was just happy that uh, it was announced that Rich Strike cleared all drug tests.
4: Yeah, well, that's – yeah,
2: because yeah, because after that race, Rich Richard Strike, if I may call him that. Uh, Rich Strike was uh, awfully uh, bitey. <laughs> uh, he really wanted to bite that other horse. And I just sort of relate. I'm like, it's like, Vinny, if we were in a boxing match and you uh, you you knocked me out, right, and you were, like, triumphant, and then you decided to punch out Jeff in the parking lot afterwards, we would kind of go, hey, uh, you mean, uh Vinny, you, you you enraged by something? Like, you okay back Like, there? try to bite parlay ear off yeah, or something? I'm just That's saying. That's never happened. Rich Strike was a little frisky after that, so I'm glad he cleared off the drug test. But yeah. having That's cleared true. that hurdle to not then <laughs> run into the pre- And not running the pre yeah.
4: And by the way, what a what a what a weekend of prices last weekend, too, though, oh, when you think man. about it, right? So eighty to one. Yeah. You had uh De- Dimitri Bival at what you know, you could put, put 450, 475, not a huge, but still underdog.
2: Irris- Homa, Irresponsible betting Saturday is what that was. Homa wins the the, the PGA
4: event. The golf tournament last week. Leaflet, to forty-five, forty to one. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy Logano, twenty-five to one on on uh, on Sunday. And I mean, just not a weekend
2: all, of prices. Not right? on the leaflet. Home on the leaflet. Logano not. No, I mean I was making the point too in the boxing match. It's like, look, Canelo got crushed. Right? Oh, there got were pe- some people that were, had had the card one nineteen, one o nine, 109, but it was it was all cards one fifteen, one thirteen, yeah. four, and then be like, he's gonna get robbed. So that's what boxing you can't bet this,
4: it's, man. It's uh, it's
2: yeah, you it's can't bet this. Ch- it wasn't one
4: nineteen, one ten, but it wasn't one fifteen, one thirteen. No, he either, had to yeah. get
2: crushed to lose. Is all I'm yeah. saying. And he, so don't he, rush to, like, bet the yeah. dog next time, whether it's a rematch or not. Yeah. Can I ask you a random question, Vinny? Yes. Because this came up on the show yesterday. Okay. And I am reminded of this by Ed Blust on Twitter. Okay. He said, Gil, can you ask Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo? <laughs> Ed. Here with Thank the you. Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo. I'm going to introduce you every time. Just like Joe Buck uh, oh, introduces Aikman. Oh, please. With the Hall of Famer Vinny Maliulo. Gosh. Congratulations to Chrissy and Vinny once again for being inducted to the Sports Betting Hall of Fame. When's the ceremony again? July?
4: July, yes. Where? The uh, Meadowlands? It, uh, and I believe it will actually be at the Meadowlands racetrack.
2: Road trip, Parlay. Let's go. <laughs> your your, your family's the woods, in the so. neck of the woods? Road trip to the Meadowlands for the ceremony. Yeah. So looking forward to that. All right. So Ed, what did Ed, uh, Ed, ask? Ed Bluss, Gil, can you ask Hall of Famer Vinny Maliolo about what you and the crack man discussed yesterday? Um, this came up randomly, a subject I've never thought about before, but Bill brought it up. What happens to your money in your accounts if you wind up at the bottom of Lake Mead? Can your spouse <laughs> access? Now, the Lake Mead part is just cre- creative license on Ed Bluss' part, but let's say mm-hmm. let's say you meet your undoing, mm-hmm. maybe by natural causes or otherwise. Right. What happens with a with a betting account like that's, that? How does that uh, work I, out?
4: I, that's a that's a great question. It's an important question, and I've had this come up in a couple of different scenarios. So, I'm glad uh, Ed. Uh, Asked that, um, and again, uh, you know, as far as legit, I've never asked you this in five years. Like what? Just <laughs> like, curious. Um, so we had, I, w- I was at Caesars one year, uh, and a gentleman came up with. So we we changed out Ooh, like the this, betting system. I like that you have a story on this. We changed out the betting system, and we had to change the uh, the the paper, the uh, the tickets. The betting tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay, a gentleman came in one year with the previous ticket, a, a winning, a couple of winning tickets. And the reason we knew that is because we traced them in the system. We obviously right. kept records through auditing. And people and should like know that. that. People should know and that
2: if they ever lose a ticket, you can do that.
4: You, you, and yeah. and he he came in and he had explained. I said, "Well, I'm just curious. Why, where have you been?" He says, "My dad passed away. Mm. These were in his." pocket of of a of a suit that he had. And he oh he was going God. through it and he found it. So we traced it back and Sorry, you know Dad, we but, verified uh, he he showed proof. Here's what you do. You want to show proof that you are in fact related. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to let somebody know. So if if somebody has an account I was going to say what if it's make,
2: a South Point betting account. So yes. so you
4: make sure that you're designate somebody Okay, look, I've got an account. If something happens to me. Make sure you know about it. Okay. Well, by the
2: way, that's a and, good point, though, Vinny, yeah. because I, like... A lot of I'm, people don't I'm, want anybody I'm, to I'm know I'm trying about to think, account. like, is there any other individual in my life that knows anything about any of that? And the answer is no.
4: Yeah, so if you have yeah. an account, yeah. you want... I mean, it's not like you can put somebody in trust for, um, You, but you can also, in essence, say, look, I have this. You, look if you can prove that it's your you know so probably you know a death certificate unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, you bring it in and verify it's good business you honor you okay. honor that i so mean it's it. not so like i don't i've never considered it as breakage i mean yeah. you want to you know if somebody has how You'd be long, surprised how many people don't want somebody to know they right. have this account. How either.
2: long will That's that money exist in an account before someone, like, if someone showed up with a death certificate a year later, beyond you, a year, would it still be in an account?
4: Yeah, it would still. And then every year, too, if there's inactivity in the accounts, we try to reach out and, and you do to to people and say, hey, listen, are you still, you know, uh, gonna you know, have this account? Do you some people frankly I, forget. about I some wonder if too.
2: everybody operates so above the board as you guys well, do, though. Uh, so That's another you question. Gotta, you got to be honorable, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's. I love that. I love that uh, story though, where the guy's, oh, yeah. he the guy's had, father passed. He found him,
4: and he found the tickets. In, like a, uh, in spot. D- now you also notice real quick that on the back of the tickets, typically they say you have 365 days, like yeah. a year. Listen, that's what auditing's for too. If you can verify that that's a that ticket and it's a winning ticket, just pay it, because inevitably somebody's going to they're going to they're going to bet it right back anywhere. And you're, again, it's just good business. It's a winning ticket.
2: Pay it. I love you, Dad, but you won't be needing this Astros ticket anymore, will you? <laughs> That's kind of what happened, right? Vinny, thank you as always. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Vinny Maliulo, everybody. Slow jamming with the Hall of Famer, <laughs> Vinny Leo. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Vincent, the Sports Betty Network.